OTB Rugby. One of the best wingers in the world. One of the best Irish wingers of all time. He's done it. Of course he can do it again. It's just very, very important to be able to exit well against big teams and get down its territory game. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB GAA. The Football Pod on Off The Ball. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Hello there, and you're very welcome along to episode 28 of the Football Pod. Paddy, how you doing? Very good, lads. Jimmy. Tommy. Paddy. How are you all? Are we all back? Are we all on the island of Ireland? Finally. We are. Yeah, we're back, <laughs> baby. The global back. travels I'm are away. finished. I'm away next week. Until next week. Hi, my job. No, no more holidays during Championship, lads. We can't be I've, having this. I have two more holidays before the All Ireland final. Do you actually? Okay. Right. I hope it's on a hurl. Like oh, sorry. Actually, yeah, I'm, t- I'm over your neck of the woods. I'm over in West Clare this weekend. Oh, we'll take that. Big That's family gig. Lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Claire, and Claire playing to Kenny in the hurl. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's Sunday. Where would you and any pod listeners, more hurl pod listeners probably, yeah. if you're going for a few pints on Sunday with the whole big all cousins, you name it, there's about twenty five Andrews is is going over to West Clare. Just get a shot of us down to Clarney. <laughs> I might I'll spin that spin that to the wife I'll be back in eight hours now we're over in staying in Doolan but we'll be knocking around the Hinch and Doombeg as well so. alright lovely if you're in La Hinch on Sunday where would you go where's a good spot or where you tell me Tate you're in Ecker Woods well, there's a couple of good spots in La Hinch uh, yeah. have I drank there before I haven't but I know there's a couple well, of that's, bars that's in the important. middle of the town when you're in Doolan there's a couple of decent yeah. bars there O'Connor's well, yeah, you're asking the wrong no. man. You're asking the wrong man, Paddy. I haven't drank over that side of the country yet. I've only gone to the beaches over there. It is but I'm sure some of the oh, listeners. Where, where's the best there. beach, though? Where's the best beach? Fenor is my favourite beach. It's a little bit further up. Miltel Malbert, where's that? Milton, Spanish Point is lovely. You go to Spanish Point. I know Spanish Point. I've done. Yeah, I've stayed there, Malbert, before. Miltel Malbert around the corner there. You've got a couple of good points. I think the Willie Clancy Festival is on this weekend as well. In it Clare. is. It's in there, Malbert. Ah, lad. You're going to have to. Where, where's where's Fenor Beach? Fenor is about 10 minutes further north of Doolan. So, lovely beach. Oh, yeah. And that's the number one. That's my favourite one. That's my favourite one in, in West Clare. Oh, quote with you on that. Tourism yeah. Clare. Yeah, so... Okay, so that's the beach. And where are we going for a point for the Clare Kilkenny match? Oh, where are you going to watch that game? Pod listeners. Come back out to set rights. In. Come back out to set rights in Cratlow. That's the way to go. You'll be looked after there. It's not about looked out. Where's the crowd going to be? The banner. I want to be drinking a pint with Dalo and Gerlach Nan, like. Oh, well, if you, why don't you go to Dalo's pub then over by, uh, over by Kildare? Where's Dalo's from Murthy Browns? Where's that? <laughs> it's a bit further away, I think. Over I by. have to mute Dalo on Twitter. He's fucking promoting that thing so much. Like. The Kilrush Road, I think. So uh, That one you'd have to get a bus to. Uh, great no, spot. No, you gotta, you got to be able to get home as well that evening. No, looking forward to it. But that's my little holiday, but it's in the country. So. And I'm back. I'm ready for a road for the All-Ireland semi-finals in two weeks' time. Okay. Good man. We'll enjoy that. The favourite the favourites didn't all win. No. We, no. We our no. predictions were a little bit off again. Like what 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 we had we were three from four. Three from four. Yeah. And we were two seconds away from four from four. Mm. Yeah. Do you know we Yeah. It was Jimmy a, had a bit of a howl like Jimmy went big on Mayo. <laughs> I, I must oh, say magic. I got that badly wrong. Because I didn't yes. actually realise that Dublin were going to be that good. I think that was my main mistake. 
I Dublin were better than I thought they were going to be. A good bit better. Now, at at the same time, their full back line was under savage pressure in the first half. I mean, they were in trouble. They can see the eight points in about five minutes. You keep going after this full... Sure, they, they changed the merchant had to go on to, to Tommy Conroy. They put someone else back. They definitely changed their system at halftime as well to protect them. Another clean yeah, sheet, Yeah, but though. they tidy right up second half. But that's a sign of a great team that you can actually just change and adapt, especially at halftime, just get in and change it up. But no, I was very impressed with Dublin. Our Mayo, very disappointed, but, you know, architects of their own downfall again. Two goals were diabolical as well. Is it fair to say that regardless of Kerry's statement that they made on Saturday, and that was impressive, and we'll come back to that. Very impressive. What we saw from Dublin, given what Mayo showed us in the first half, was even more impressive. We were literally, we were just chatting, was that off fair, Jimmy, before we came on? I I actually thought Kerry were the most impressive team of the weekend, genuinely. I I just thought from where, yeah, I just thought Kerry were, were the most impressive. Dublin first half, that was brilliant. The first half of Dublin Mayo, I thought was the best period of football over the whole weekend in terms of just the intensity in the game. And you're right, Jimmy, I agree. Uh, the first half, I was, I thought Mayo probably shaded that first half. Even they had all the ball. Even a point up. They did. Uh, yeah, and they were caught, I agree. Like Ryan O'Donoghue scores three points from play. Tommy Conroy gets two. Aidan O'Shea, when he's playing inside, is causing Davy Byrne all sorts of problems. And the one thing I'd love to know from Mayo Five minutes before half time, I see Aidan O'Shea back in his own half, and I was like, lovely. Yeah, yeah. As a Dublin fan. Why that happened, whether that was him coming out because Reap was under a bit of pressure himself, or whether it was McStay called it or whatever, and then taking him off 10 minutes into the second half, and everyone's going, oh, look, there he goes, O'Shea. Conceding one forward in the first five it's, minutes. Exactly. Half, it's typical. Take off the corner that. forward. It was bizarre. That drives me mad. It was yeah, so, 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 so it was. Uh, and I have to say that Aidan O'Shea at different stages throughout the season was excellent when he was we spoke on this pod so many bloody times play him inside give him a defined role and look how good he was and then you start mix, mix, mixing it up and dragging him in and out it's messing with his own head it's messing with the structure of the Mayo team I tell you what the Dublin team were delighted seeing him going back into his own half um, so, so whoever made that call or whatever way that happened it's not Aidan O'Shea's the scapegoat for Mayo I think there was a malfunction across the board I thought the O'Hara matchup before Conor Basquiat I just don't do not for like the game Paddy Paddy that man was ill last week he couldn't even make the bus he should not with. have been I don't like signaling guys but that is just not a good matchup but why, what was wrong with Hessian that he didn't start Hessian that's what Dublin did it hasn't started him a lot of games this year it's been a funny one like he's uh, McStay has stayed with a similar team for much of this year if and you look at the Dubs did with Newcomb Dublin had this thing and they took Newcomb out. Yeah. It didn't do anything wrong, but it's just it was not a good fit for the way Mayer were going to line up. Newcomb's played every game and they go, we need to bring Davy Byrne in, who's been injured, but physically, and Davy Byrne still struggled with O'Shea in the first half, but it was a call that had to be made. The matchups, we've said it so many times. I remember talking to Dublin Mayo semi final two years ago, myself and Andy Moran were on this show, and the matchups are so mm. critical. And that was one that was just. Mm, but do you remember Pascal's first point where um, I did. Someone put an outside of the boot, kind of well out under the Hogan, and he he literally yeah, didn't even have to do a sidestep. Yeah. He just ran past him and chipped it over. It was the easiest point I've ever seen in the Hull Ireland quarterfinal. It was just... But the, the thing is with, with Dublin, when you have six going forwards like that, eventually you're running out of markers. Like That's why I say load the, load the half-forward line with scorers as well, because they need minding. Load the full-forward line. 
as soon as you start playing defenders up front, you'll make it easier for the opposition. James, you've been there before, right? Can I ask you, when Reiner Dunn, is playing so well in the first half, we mentioned Aidan O'Shea and, and how the influence he was having in those couple of big moments. Tommy Conroy burned um, the Dublin defence for one point. James McCarthy mm-hmm. hacks him down for a yellow card for another one. He had struck Stone fear. Stoner, in, yeah. Stone Stoner, yeah. Stoner, he had struck fear into them, and Conroy looked like this is the boy that we saw in Crow mm-hmm. Park in 2021. Yeah. In the second half, Conroy barely touches the ball. I think for about 20 minutes. Aiden has taken off. Ryan O'Donoghue missed the free. He's not in the game at all. When you're a forward who's in form, how were the Dubs so good at? reacting and taking well, you out of that form it was nothing I don't think it was anything that the Dublin defence did it was Dublin's attack and midfield got so physical and stopped the ball coming down midfield. but at the same time I would say Mayo waved the white flag there after the, after the second goal it was it was a case mm. of we're not winning this and the effort levels definitely dropped so if they could have if they could could have hung in there during Dublin's purple patch, which they always have in the championship quarter, as they call it, in that third quarter, if they could hang in there, just keep the score down, and they'd have come again like they always do. But there was too much damage done. The heads went down. But did, did you see the thing, Jimmy? It was like, and and this is obviously, it's new. This championship structure is new to everyone, and we're kind of going, what's the best way to approach this championship? Is it? through the back door and loads of games so you're battle hardened or is it come in like Dublin and, and Kerry at the weekend be kind of plodding along but you're fresh and you're top of the group and you got the sense Tyrone and, and Mayo have had that really arduous week on week on week on week and they both of those teams were completely they had nothing in the second half and, and you know lads it's very hard you can be tired but if, if you get a goal or you're in the lead you find energy from somewhere <laughs> Whereas if you go behind, it, it nearly doubles your tiredness. It's so hard. You're like, it nearly hits you at once. Mm-hmm. Going, oh, but we're knackered here. We can't get it back. And you just got the sense. Kerry scored the first four points in the second half on Saturday evening. And we, we were watching it at the time and just said, this could be 10 points. Yeah. You could just see it. Tyrone are finished. And the same with Mayo. When, when Callanan has his bit of mishap along the end line and Dublin get that goal it was just like forget about it that was they're, awesome they're gone. but that was awesome for Mannion and Costello even, even Mannion brilliant for Costello to not chip to it panic up and, and square it yeah. it was just the, the composure the chip up is grand that's skillful but you're thinking you could lash at that and go I'm going to try and he score tried it, he tried his way very way best to, to get it himself he tried his very best <laughs> fair play to but him. he didn't Jimmy but he didn't pull the trigger well, I was thinking that they were going to fall, fall into each other and be a square ball but <laughs> it's say, fall over. with the square ball thing, he carried it into the square, Costello. Which means no matter don't what happened, what it was it. fine, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, oh, it was, uh, he d- he was getting the green flag for the umpire, but while Canada was still going over the ball. <laughs> if you think about what Mayo, what but Mayo you know, actually gave Dublin, Jimmer Reap came out and kicked the ball straight to was it to Fenton they got a point in the first half then they gave him the the two goals yeah. with very poor defending you need to be on the other side of that oh, well, I don't think they gave them the first goal it was the di- first it goal was, was bad defending but it was it like it was shocking it, it, but, but isn't it what we said Jimmy and it, this is so rare we, we were watching it and there was a couple of people Dave Fitzmaurice up in the press book talking about it and it was like it's so rare you see just 50 yard kick pass just kicked mm. inside to the square because usually there's two or three extra but he cut it he cut it into his belly button yeah I know it was bad defender but it it was what we're crying out for from Dublin or not just Dublin all the teams kick the bloody thing in I'll tell you we're calling for Armagh to do it on Saturday night please God kick the thing inside just just 
maybe once, maybe once in every five plays. And to be fair, Mannion just sees it and he goes bang, I'm putting it in. And it was yeah, burn. It's bad. The, it's it's David ba- Byrne. Was not Mannion? I no, David Byrne hacked it in with the outside of his left boot to Pascal. Are you certain on that? Thousand percent sure. Okay, okay. Well, even better. David Byrne puts it in and it's bad defending, but it's just that take a chance. Can I if make it's two a, on two or three on three? Put it in. Can I make a point about that, right? And um, it was kind of funny at the weekend. Shane McGuigan didn't have a great day at the office. Not in front of the post, no. David Clifford, despite that amazing moment, we might come back to a little later on, was relatively quiet. Conor Callaghan was relatively quiet. But something that we give David Clifford savage praise for all the time is his ability to bring other forwards into the game and create space for him. I thought it was quite telling that David McBrien was pulled out to the 45 a number of times and Basquiat and Costler were left inside with Coyne and O'Hara and the ball was played into them. It was like that. Was that a set play, Paddy? That Khan is pulling the big man out and. Might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Um, because definitely, even at the start of the second half, he, he was dropping out as well. Khan did massive damage at centre forward against Kildare. Remember that game in Nolan Park as well? I actually think McBride did quite well on Khan. There was two occasions in the first half where it was one on one. Held him up. And Dublin are always, 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 we are thinking, get him one on one with anyone, and we're in business. And. The crowd was anticipating and McBride did really, really well. So that's a matchup that went well for Mayo. You have to give credit for it. Um, on the cliff, I agree, it wasn't his best day in front of the post. No, you're saying two front I think someone, someone tweeted that he had, I think he had maybe six wides, I think, or including short and wide. Yeah. About six, I think. But, I'll tell you but, now, Clifford had, from 23 possessions, he converted one of nine shots in open play. One uh, of nine shots in open play, <laughs> um, but he also had. I mean, and like the best thing about that though is he kept kicking. He kept kicking. It's like this is my this is my house. I'm kicking whether you like it or not. But, but genuinely, but genuinely, he is brilliant. He just naturally attracts defenders and stuff. And we get to the, the the amazing piece of skill in a minute. But I was looking at that game, and you're going, Clifford's the man there. Darren McCurry's the man for Tyrone at the other end and even though Clifford wasn't electric in front of the post he was causing all sorts of havoc Lincoln plays getting like lots of possessions McCurry at the other end and I'm a big fan of McCurry and I've picked him up a lot of times I was behind the goal for that first half Tyrone were shooting into the hill I was very 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 disappointed Why? with uh, lack of movement now maybe this is they're tired after a couple of weeks but there's times where they're Yes, Ty Marty did an excellent job of dropping back in front, but there's times there's kick passes on there. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. move for that, McCurry. You gotta go. And there's one ball, the first ball that comes in, he's in front and he fumbles it and Foley gets it and there's a big roar and he gets out. I don't think Foley's so quick as well. Sometimes against, sometimes against Foley. But, but, but you know what, what I mean? Like, there, right? And this this go and this is almost the downside of say the, the, the size of the Tyrone full forward line. What McCurry needed there was someone to win it for him. And just dish it, do you know? Because sometimes you need one or two oh, Jimmy, to get like, you into the game yeah, on a tight marker like that. He didn't Jimmy, have any. He didn't have any of that. But, 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 but he, he's brilliant on the loop and all. And sure, all forwards are anyone worth their salt in senior to county forward is decent on the loop. There's yes, times you got to go yeah, and win I the agree. ball. You got to move. You got to make that run. And there was no runs, none, zero. And I'm going. You, you got to show. He's not showing. And that was so. And that's what I mean. We know McCurry's a killer when the, the opportunity's there so was Clifford but even though Clifford wasn't happy in front of the post he offered so much more in his game to the team and I was so disappointed 
in McCurry's performance on Saturday because he didn't offer anything. If he didn't score, he was doing nothing else. But did that not, and he ended up doing nothing else. Did that not shine through the entire Tyrone team? Were they not just eaten alive? Yeah, but, but, but I'm saying McCurry's the main man, Tommy. There's a responsibility oh, of being, being the, the big dog. And that was disappointing. But yeah, I, I agree. The, the, it was 9-6 at half time. And Tyrone were hanging on with their fingernails. And this was a credit to Kerry because Kerry were outstanding defensively. And in the middle third would have been questioned. But the only thing keeping Tyrone even remotely in the mix was bits of individual brilliance. Rory Canavan gets two scores. Derek Canavan gets an absolute peach. And, but there was, no, there was no tactics in that. There was no uh, teamwork in that. That was just the guys, the little guys are geniuses. We know that. But the Kerry defensive system completely enveloped Tyrone's attacking game plan. And Tyrone, Tyrone were really, really passive. Like, like you're looking at the template Mayo against Kerry and Killarney run at them. And they are trying to put their fingers in the dam. Or Mark O'Shea trying to keep the tide out is his favourite saying. And, and, and Kerry were struggling with that. And Tyrone, they did it once in the first half. Michael McKernan gets a score off it. And you're thinking, that's the play. That's the play. One man run, the next man run, the next man run. It's energy, but it's brave as well. And I just got the sense Tyrone were so preoccupied with going, we put one guy half up, but then Hampsey and Peter Hart and Donnelly and all these guys were just staying around the arc just in case we lose it because they've got Clifford. And I got, I got the sense the week from Tyrone was, let's, yeah. how do we try and stop Kerry? And there was no real attacking plan for that game did you see the stat James this is the tally touch did you see the stat that Tyrone scored 2-9 from turn- turnovers in 2021 and at the weekend by the 46th minute Kerry had turned over Tyrone's attack 16 times inside their own 45 and they scored 111 from turnovers overall yeah, like it was imagine. unbelievable unbelievable turnaround before I ask you about that can you talk to me about the aggression you it's saw? The same, it's players? basically the same same question because that's exactly why they were turning him over. And you could tell the way a team is mentally by the way they react to a turnover. Every turnover they got, they were delighted with it, you know. And, and you could tell the kind of the bond and the unity you get from those massive turnovers, especially in a big game and especially against a Tyrone. Because if you are turned over by Tyrone, you were going to hear about it and you were going to feel it on the ground you know <laughs> so I think Kerry kind of flipped the script on him there and Correct. they were absolutely mad for turnovers Shawnee Shea was getting back turning fellas over Dermot O'Connor time and time again got back to turn people over and in fairness to all the Kerry backs they came out on top but the one thing we said here last week was that the Tyrone midfield was arguably one of the best in the country and Jesus Kerry turned the tide on him like Dermot O'Connor put in an unbelievable display and if you look then at the other the Tyrone as they rely on don't forget Adrian Adrian Adrian's brilliant as well he got two points he got through unbelievable amount of work very good but Peter Hart looked leggy Donnelly looked very leggy and then they had Myler stuck to Paddy Clifford so he wasn't doing his usual job and with Dermot O'Connor taking Kilpatrick out of it that was it, it there was just nothing left for them and just the Hey, talk to us about Paddy Clifford. Talk to us Dermot about Paddy Clifford. But just on that, Dermot O'Connor was yeah. absolutely exceptional. The composure Except- for the goal, for the dummy. We know it. But we know he's got, Jimmy, he always has the technical stuff there, don't we? Like he, he's a brilliant technical player. You could always see that with him. But like he mm, was an he was. animal on Saturday night. It was like it was like a personal. It was like Michael Jordan from the last yeah. night. But he must have, because they, they've been getting criticised. They've been getting it in the neck. And he ate them. Right. right about 10 turnovers he was unbelievable himself hold on a and second he was like lording it like I loved it rightfully so then, they were bullied by Mayo and Killarney that, that's the Jim O'Connor we want sometimes, to see sometimes you need that's why I say sometimes a loss at a, at a younger age is good you need that 
they're doubting me. They don't. Do you know what is it? And and that's what keeps you up at night. And you, you're just looking at the ceiling, going, "When is this game going to come?" Like that's what I think. That's what Jim McConnor went through over the last two weeks. The the only reason Tyrone won the All Ireland in 2021 was. <laughs> You actually should get a medal for that. They should send that down. Ever since that, they have no. They haven't. Well, but that, yeah, no, they did well to win that one, but no, Kerry, Kerry just ate them up. Ate Jimmy, them up. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy joined the pod the year Mo- after. Oh, did he? Well, he first thing he said then. <laughs> um, Tyke Morley was excellent. Tyke was, well, but you know, do you know what cost Tyrone as well? They're freeze. They're freeze. They, the, they weren't. They needed to stay in the game, and they were dropping their free short and kicking them wide and. Every little mischance there when you're when you're chasing the game is just another dagger. Mm. And Kerry were coming up and punishing him. Why did Paddy? Why did Paddy Clifford play like an utter lunatic? It was class to see. How do you mean? He's just everything. He was just he everything. Twenty-five rounds with Conor Moylan. It was amazing to watch. <laughs> it was nearly like a throwback to to nearly Galvin back in the day. That's exactly. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of Galvin and Ono Larry. I stole analogy, yeah. I stole that from Andy Moore when he was talking about. Did he say that as well? But. I think the party would have come into the game knowing that Myler or people were saying even that Myler was keeping him quiet and he had to say I have to come at this differently what am I going to do so definitely I would have said do you remember they were on the ground rolling and they both got booked at the same time or no just Myler got booked actually that time but that should have been nearly the first thing he did just get Myler on that yellow and it would have put him in, in the world of pain but they were just at each other all day and they, they, they almost cancelled each other out because two great players they cancelled each other out no, I, I thought Pardy won that battle he I did. thought Pardy was more effective than Myler it was easier because his team was well but I mean for that. Tyrone to be to, yeah Myler didn't get through anything really and for, for Tyrone to lose that was huge it had a huge bearing on the game and Pardy got a great score in the first half won a free yeah no Pardy was in the game all the time but the only way to be dealing with that close attention is is to highlight it to the ref you know get Get, get yourself a booking get them a booking even if that goes into next year <laughs> say if they're playing each other in a big game next year the ref is going to know about Myler and Paddy Clifford before throwing Jimmy the whole stadium knew. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like if the ref didn't realise what was happening yeah. every single the 60,000 people in Crow Park were watching this going the boys are at it again yeah, like. but that puts, <laughs> that's, 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 that's favouring Paddy that's one up for, for Clifford oh, like, because the defender if the def- 100% 100% if the, mm-hmm. if, the, if the ref is on the defender for and trying to book him. I don't know if the ref, but I don't think the ref like, was on top of him. It felt like Paddy was the aggressor, though, in a really good way. I felt like Kerry were the aggressors on Tyrone. Throughout. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. But yeah. That's that point, Jimmy, you were saying that you're right. The tur- they got a turnover. Oh, that might actually be McCurdy again. Uh, just on inside the Kerry D, and Jason Foley runs in, and it was like, I think the ref actually went over to Foley. I thought he was actually going to book him or throw the ball up because he was like, it was Tyrone esque response. <laughs> And it was just like, Kerry, this is a different Kerry from what we've seen year to date. Like, to think of that performance, was it six weeks ago in Killarney? They were a shadow. They were like a pub team. No energy, no intensity, no turnovers. And then they came to Crow Park on Saturday night. And we thought we were talking about statement performances. That was like, like, without the cliff even being full cliff, Mm. Kerry were... Awesome. And what, what awesome I what I, I did enjoy the style of play as well, both in the Dublin Mayo game and the Kerry game. The amount of kicking, just kick passing, and one thing that that Kerry do very well, and I noticed it, unbelievable way of getting out Skills of defence. Skills pay the bills. They Jimmy. do. Skills. But pay when they're the getting bills. out of defence, Graham O'Sullivan, it was lining up at two, but he was actually marking Donnelly for a lot of it. He yeah, was making Donnelly. runs long up the field 
and wide to give Kerry that kicking option out of defence and it, it just got them out of trouble so many times in the end he was so bollocks they ended up dropping two on the trot do you remember at the end because he was just after doing so many times he but, ran 20 kilometres yeah, he put in some effort just get ahead of the ball and be an outlet oh, if I was coaching a team Goal, I'd to, say it to everybody yeah and because your 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 forward is is knackered from chasing it, and as well they're not switched on to that run. So realistically, you're going to have a five or ten yard head start before they even realise you after making the run. And then he actually has a second pass in him; he can kick it on or he can carry it. It's so dangerous and so worthwhile. On that point, Jimmy, this is a very a tactical thing. Um, lots of teams dropping bodies back. You turn the team over. Example: Derry don't do this. They'll keep the ball and just wait really, really slow for everyone to get set. Tyrone got loads of bodies back, and then they got a turnover. They had no one up the pitch. They, they couldn't transition quickly. They, they were too knackered, and nobody was bursting to get up there. We used to do this with Dublin, and it didn't matter who it was. We needed to get structure up front mm-hmm. straight away. Someone. It doesn't matter if it's the wing back. You sprint up the pitch and get up the corner forward. Get up to the by structure. How many? How many? Players, you ideally, you try, ideally you try and get six but minimum four Jeez, yeah. you turn it, you'd have 14 or 14 15 guys back inside the, your own 65 and you get a turnover we need at least four guys whoever the highest four sprint you're not don't look for a hand pass get up the pitch and get give, ahead of give us an option and give a structure up there and Kerry did that excellently the yeah. other night and it, it allows for faster transition it's hard work Donegal did this brilliantly under McGuinness they got us a couple of times with Dublin I remember running after Anthony fucking Thompson and he's not even looking for the ball he doesn't even want it he's just bringing it <laughs> and going I have to run 120 yards here Paddy Durkin from Mayo Mayo's through this to us as well and I'm going would you ever give it over mate you don't even want mm. it like but you had to go with it and that's Kerry were brilliant at it and it was like that's an attitude as well mm. it's an energy it's like we are better than you we're going after you guys yeah. we're going to win this game and, that's actually great and, and, and it stretches the play it stretches the play and gives the person the on the ball back the field more space. options and more time more space yeah. it's yeah. so important get your structure anyone just get up there don't be standing around waiting for a five yard hand pass and congesting the whole thing Like, get out of there yeah one, one cutting point from just, Christy O'Connor's piece in the examiner go, do you want to go on? I want to because I really want to slate the shy performances from the weekend. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Unbelievably, <laughs> unbelievably defensive stuff. The best teams, and I've said it, and I get lip over this, you cannot win the All-Ireland by parking the bus. you no. got to go for it. You can't try and not lose it. you got to go and win the game. And that's what... I was chatting with Joe Malloy yesterday and I was shitting myself at half-time in the Dublin Mayo match because Dublin were open and they were pushing the kickouts and if they lost them long and they did lose a couple long... They were under severe pressure. I was like, oh, would you not just say drop a sweeper back? Up? No. Why? Drop it. And you might scrape by that win, but that'll cost you down the road. You've got to go mm-hmm. for it. You've got to try and win the game. Can I add to that? Chris O'Connor had a piece in the Examiner um, today. In that opening half of Dublin Mayo, there were 40 kick passes in open play. After the break, there were just 19. The breakdown of those numbers are even more interesting. Of those 40 kick passes in the opening half, 22 were kicked into the forwards. Dublin scored 2 6 from balls kicked into their attack. Mayo scored four points from balls kicked into their attack all in the first half. So clearly Dublin kept kicking the ball in, but somehow they, they stopped Mayo being able to kick the ball in. So that was something Dublin obviously identified at halftime. They needed to shut down the yeah, yeah, low of that. You, you touched on it, Jimmy. Dublin's midfield was awesome in the second half. That midfield battle between 
Dermot O'Connor and Ruan and Fenton and McCarthy completely cancelled each other out in the first half. It was such an odd one because both kickouts were going long. So you think someone's going to dominate here. None of the, I think McCarthy gets one, gets a score in the first half. He gets a shot off a rebound. None of the other three midfielders have a shot. There was no big fetches. There was no... Um, they just weren't really impacting the game. Despite the kickouts going long. And Dublin second half press and McCarthy was off the charts. Fenton, best second half we've seen from this season as well. And that gave Dublin the platform. Mayo didn't have the ball to kick it in. Like Dublin didn't, they didn't bring a sweeper back. They didn't do that. They it was still the same matchups: Davy Byrne and Merchant and O'Donoghue, um, Fitzy inside and Tommy Connery. But Mayo just couldn't get the ball inside. Mm. And that they was, had no possession midf- to get in. The, they just had no and that ball. Was the the midfield half. platform, yeah. as good as Dermot O'Connor was, and you know I love James McCarthy. But Dermot O'Connor was unbelievable at Saturday for Kerry. James McCarthy's second half performance at Dublin yesterday. My God. But he's older than me. He's older than me. Can we just put and he's still the, doing it. Can we put it in, what a player. Can we put it into context for a second, right? Because I have memories of 2017 and uh, Parsons and Shamie O'Shea chasing down James McCarthy up and down the pitch and sticking with him that day, right? James McCarthy you got is, man of the match in that final. Yeah, absolutely. James McCarthy is six years older. And he's been chased down by Dermot O'Connor and Matthew Ruan. And he's still destroying them. How? Tommy Conroy running after him. <laughs> I was like, Tommy Conroy's going to catch him. And he couldn't. How? I was like, what is going on here? Like, What is going on? I don't know. Is it... James, what do you make of James McCarthy? We know how much Paddy loves him. I do. I think he's a savage player. Um, at first half, all right, I was, I was thinking this fella's, this fella's finished. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God. You are, this is disgrace. When he took um, Dominic Conroy out of it, it, I was like, oh, fucking hell. It was two, almost two like, I'm not running out. back after this fella. Now, second half, he either. was oh, probably the best, one of the best, probably the best player on the field second half. Gets two points, drives through the middle to win a free, physical in defence, strong in the air. He did it all second half. I would say that he was fantastic. So, I, I James McCarthy, should we did the teams of... of Best Dublin and Kerry teams ever. He's there, he's on it, he's an, an icon. But there are moments where he can probably be got at defensively if teams can be cute enough with him. But isn't Jimmy, isn't that, that's my, still my worry from, from Dublin at the weekend. That first half, it's not just days, it's Dublin, you still feel, yeah, that was, a, that was a statement win and we were waiting for it. And the second half in particular was big performances, Mannion, a couple of points from play, bit of impact off the bench, all that good stuff. <laughs> but there's still that, it wasn't, a, I wouldn't say it was a full 70 minute performance. Um, and that's why I was kind of saying, I'm not trying to blow smoke up anyone here. That's, I thought Kerry's overall performance was probably still the best performance of the weekend. Tyrone were meeker though. Tyrone were meeker than yeah. yeah, possibly. And Mayo obviously were in the second half as well. Uh, but we were saying, and it was funny here, all season we've been having this being the most open championship ever and it's shaping up you're going to have the most traditional of finals on the 30th of July now Derry and Monaghan are obviously going to say something about that and we'll talk about those semi or their quarter final wins now in a minute but on the basis of the weekend what we've just seen we're saying this is the weekend we're going to find out who's who Kerry and Dublin are by a stretch mm-hmm. by a stretch the standout teams from all eight teams on show at the weekend. It's Do you fun- disagree, Tommy? You're raising the eyebrow. You think we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's funny. It's we're funny. being real. It's funny you mentioned Derry and Monaghan there because there were two other games this weekend 
in the All Ireland. Yeah, and we're going to get to that now. Yeah, we're going to get to that now. I think you can. What is this? I think you can forgive us. I think you can forgive us for getting to this because it was like it was two different sports at the weekend. Um, Mm. I felt like that between the the Derry Monaghan wins. The, the, the structure of those games were quite similar. Now, Derry Armagh, uh, sorry, Monaghan Armagh, I felt it was score for score. You were you were crying out for Armagh to go for it. Monaghan managed, Monaghan managed to win that game with a 40, I think it was a 40-ish scoring conversion rate and still managed to win. Yeah, to be fair, the wind, the wind was all over the place. No one could get a hold of that win. Sheriff Clifford was one from nine or whatever he was. Then everyone else is going to find it difficult. Both both ends of the of the of court back pitch where the wind was playing havoc. It was swirling. You didn't know where you were. I tell you what, Jimmy. I went out and kicked the ball over the bar. From the top <laughs> you did a pure, uh, you did a pure doubling kick, just scraped over. If that was in a match, <laughs> you would have fucking pammed it in. Back in the match. <laughs> <laughs> I was in skin tight pants and a pair of runners, <laughs> and from the top of the D and I into that breeze, and I swung it over. I was going to text the kick. Murphy got a sweet one, didn't he? Yeah, Murphy got two. Oh my god! Then he hit it over the net. I was like, "How are you still not playing for Donegal?" Like, yeah. <laughs> he'd be the best player by a mile. Hey, um, from James McCarthy though to Conor McManus, let's just start with Conor McManus. Can I, I say in defence of that game, Tommy? Because go I'm going yeah. go to go to town and our man on it here in a minute. The last two minutes of extra time and the penalty shootout was the most dramatic piece of action over the whole weekend. Kerry Throne, Dublin Mayo, no one else had a patch on Reid O'Neill, outside of the right, over time, and it's there, and the map Crow Park, it was amazing noise, and that's it. Man and fans, head and hands, and they let it play, and they're thinking, no, there's not a chance here. And they get the free, and sure enough, McManus. McMahon. <laughs> I give you my my my, my what a man, what a player, what a moment. My unbelievable. My plan for that, right? I we watched the first. So I was at the Kerry Tyrone game. We watched the first half of Armagh, Monaghan, and a bit of the of the second half, and then we had to get the train down. God. So Tron Diego anyway was having an absolute nightmare with Diego. <laughs> didn't play more than twenty seconds at a time without another minute. Get this. Get pay your broadband, <laughs> would you, Jimmy? Pay your There was about ten broadband. of us on the train. We were sharing phones. But when Reno train, O'Neill gets the first when gets the lead score, and everyone was like, Oh, Armara through, job done. I was shocked they conceded a chance after that. Twenty seconds. I mean How? You ha- and Dublin have done this in the past. Again, do you remember against Mayo in the rain where they just started grabbing fellas and just don't yeah. don't let them out? I, just, I was Kill sh- everyone. like, Kill everyone. I thought I might would do that and just let them take ninety seconds to even get up the field. The fact they left them into the scoring zone, they will be they'll be killing themselves over that. And and, and hold on, you you knew Rory Began was going short with that free. He couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah, they were told. They were, they were told. told. They were saying one more play and they were telling everyone, how do you let Conor McManus get that ball? Mm. Like, how do you let McManus get that ball? And how Grugan ended up on McManus. It was more, I'm mad everyone back. We were actually on the sideline, like two feet away from this happening. And the whole stadium was like, one person, do not let, get, get mm. his hands on this ball. And it was McManus. And he gets it. And he came over and spoke to us afterwards as well. And it was like, once you had that ball in your hand, there was no way he was passing it. He was like, I'm either getting a free or I'm shooting. That is it. And if you're into that breeze and you're mad, he's on the sideline of the Cusick stand, or the Hogan stand. Even if he goes by Grugan, 
he's he's running at the five more arm fellas. He's not scoring from there. No, he's chance. finding a free somewhere he, though. He's looking around. He's like, someone, <laughs> please tackle me. Anyone, anyone. He's, he's like, his own jersey. Please, please touch me. And he's like waiting. And Grugan, who's an experienced player, he doesn't do much. Know, to be fair. He doesn't do much. No, McManus wraps his legs. Yeah, he like buys McManus it, he is buys trying it. to give him a lap dance himself. Yeah, He's like, just someone bring me down. But 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 it was just like you gotta know what's happening mm. here. And our man, all the preparation, everything, everything. Like I said, Krug was an experienced player, one of the leaders in that team. It's like McManus, do just don't don't touch mm. him, <laughs> don't touch him. He, even if he goes by you, he's not gonna go by the other fourteen lads right. Or make him shoot from play, which is so much harder. Then, I, you're not going to yeah, score from playing yeah. like, there's, there's no space to get the kick but, but I'm going to focus on the positive thing for, for Monaghan McManus comes on and he's had a hard slog of it this year boys mm, yeah. hasn't been playing a lot not getting a lot of game time the hips yeah all that good stuff his first play he kicks an, um, an even harder free and his first possession he gets one on his left peg in the middle fine space but that moment and this is before you even get into scoring two top corner penalties <laughs> McManus is like he's 50 he's, he's as old as Cluxton and it's like I, he, I'm, I'm so I was delighted for him I'm not a Monaghan fan and it, but I love that player I, I think we all anyone who loves football yeah. loves Conor McManus and see him it's, 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 it's hard me and you were there Jimmy you know when you're coming to the end and it's like you're or no, we're in the same league as McManus but you're coming to the end and it's, it's hard you can't do the things you used mm. to be able to do and it can be sad for players, so, and particularly players of that, like the best of the best. You would have had it, Jimmy. I didn't have it, but McManus seeing him and having that moment, I was, I was, emo- I was looking at him, and he and he put the two panels in the top corners. <laughs> like, I, think, I think he was going bottom corner with the second one because <laughs> when, <it, laughs> when he puts it in the top, he does this little jump going oh, go? under the under the yeah. crossbar, yeah, Just yeah, under the yeah, crossbar. yeah. Nah, do you believe in his, Do you believe in his little theory afterwards that goalkeepers tend to dive low? Yeah, but getting the ball into yeah, the top yeah. corner when you're tired Hard. is 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 the hardest place to put it. Because Glass, Glass, and McFall obviously did it for Derry as well. They went high, but it's risky as well, Tommy. Because it's like the margin for error is so much less. You're a little bit off, and the ball skies over the yeah. bar. I know. And that McManus definitely thinks it on the second one. Yeah, yeah, you can see the hop. It's like no. But it's far easier to roll it along the ground into the bottom corner than it 100%. is to, Way to easier, put it into yeah. the top corner at pace. Yeah. Um, and to do it twice yeah. <laughs> three, do it twice three penalty shootout lads uh, could be an Ulster Championship and two All-Ireland semi-finals for Armagh or even if one of them had gone their way you could be looking at a different story yeah. Kieran McGinney been over them for nine years have you sympathy? no I, I have sympathy for, for Kumiski missing the penalties that is heartbreaking for, for, for the player obviously what an amazing way to win it but but it, yeah it's, it's a tragic way to, to lose the games but I don't think Armagh can blame anyone but themselves for be, putting themselves in that position. You could say arguably last year in the quarter-final, Galway were probably the better team. Armagh stage in a miraculous comeback. Yeah. Ulster final, they have the winning of the game there. That's a really cagey one. But, but you can't tell me you put Armagh's 15 players and Monaghan's 15 players. I think Armagh are a better team all day mm. long. And they do not play to that forward strike. They made a change before the match started they take out Conor Turbot and they put in Joe McElroy out no corner forward for a wing back yeah. and that sets the tone of what they tried to do Armagh were scintillating at stages through last season Crow Park suits the players they have they have forwards who can score who can win their own ball who are physical and they did not play to their strengths 
at all. And, and, and if you play that way, trying not to lose, you are going to keep your opponent in the game. Yeah. And that's what happened. And you could see it a mile off. I said it five minutes in. I was like, this is going to penalties. It was cast in our, fear, wasn't it? But if Armagh played and just played to their... What I feel is their player strengths, they will win that game. They, they will win that game. They're a better team yeah. than Armagh. But I think they threw a lot of missed chances early on as well. They, they did. That's what I was going to say, Tom. They nearly, they nearly lost... Or they, they left two or three goals out there in the first half. There was a ball over the top. I think it was played to McCabe. Reno Nail. But to, to McCabe, oh, McCabe as well. He drops it. He drops it. He drops it. Yes. And I mean, yeah, right, top yeah. team, quarterfinal. Grab that fucking thing and, and go, for, go for the jugular. But they drop it. Next thing, Manning get bodies back, chance gone. I don't need to even get a point out of it. And then there was no, another no, ball put into Duffy. And they could have created a goal chance. And then Grugan dances around a few. Do you remember in the first half as well? And gets lads, blocked yeah. down. Stefan Campbell as well. Like Turbot had a shot saved, didn't he? Yeah. In the second they half. had these chances, but uh, uh, Turbot had nothing really could do there. Like, yeah. Not, no, was out quick. First half, though, first half though, I think that Armand left way too much scores out there. And they missed their chance. They should have gone in there five or six points up at half time. And then they but could have managed the game a bit better. But they, they'd missed their chances there. What was the, the score of the game? Outside of McMahon is genius. I know what you're going to say. Mernon. First half. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even come into his mind. Mernon first half. Out. Which one was that again? The oh. It's two, it's two kick yes, passes. Yes, 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 yes. It's like the O'Shea. With a, with a midfield. Kick yeah. pass. Kick pass into Duffy. Yeah. Duffy was actually Flicks very dangerous off. first Mernon half. Mernon over the bar. But it was like, Armagh, that's what it is. That's what we've all seen you do. We've seen this group of players do this in Crow mm-hmm. Park. And it's like, look how good it is. Look how good you can be. Here's what you could have won. And it's, no, and it's like back to the, the other side of things. And it's just, that's the point that we was getting all excited about Kerry and Dublin going mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. You, but wouldn't it give you some energy ma- ma- as a player? It would give you some energy as a player if the manager says, lads, let's just, let's just put down the handbrake and let's just go for it. Let's just play play the way it's supposed to be played. I think the people would, or the players were rowing behind that so easily. I think that's even why Kerry kind of exploded this weekend. It was Kessel Lads, right? We've been stuttering along. Let's just go and go for it now against Tyrone. There's such a prize there. And it's not a case. We're not trying to be like the old Graves Sooners here back in the olden days and like, oh, you don't need tactics and stuff. You can still play. You still try and engineer a sweeper when the opposition have the ball during transitions and stuff like that. But it's more when you have the ball. Like, it's just so safe. Yeah. It's like, mm, don't do that. I can't kick that because we might lose it. It's the risks that think, you need yeah, to take. So what, so what if you lose it? Like, trust that your teammates are going to be set at the back. Trust your defenders to win their one-on-one battles. And it was just, for our man, to, you said it, Tommy, they've lost three of these games. Three heartbreaking losses. That happens once. You could say, ah, oh, look at the green. Yeah. Rubbed, out, uh, rubbed against us there. You, you can't keep putting yourself in those positions. You have to ask why. And I know McGinney's having a go at the ref, Connor Lane, that hit by Gary Moan at the end. I have to think, at the time, when it happens in the stadium, I was like, nailed on free. He's nearly killed that guy. <laughs> but 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 if they showed the replay, it was shoulder to shoulder. It was a perfect hit. Yeah. It was a perfect hit. And risky. Yeah, what a hit. I was ballsy. I'd be like, that is high risk going in for that hit at that moment in the game. But he gets it. And fair play to Connor Lane gets a couple of things wrong, but that one he got right. Um, but but going to the ref and going to penos aren't fair. Oh, I think there's there's other things you need to be looking at there in terms of how you were in that position in the first place. And I'm yeah. nothing against our man McGinney's a legend, obviously iconic player, all that good stuff. But just I feel our man did not play to their strengths. Mm. 
and that's I think that's they could have definitely done done more that way but do you know what what is another thing that stood out to me was that Conor McCarthy has been so important to Monaghan all year for scores they left him in for three do you know, left hey, him I in, said it last week left him in surely for McCarthy points. won't get it yeah surely he won't yeah you think just just limit him limit him and he actually had a couple of shots in the first half that he missed as well. Like he had, yeah. he was going for it. He was, he knew he's there, a, a very important score taker for them. And to, to, for him to come out with three is disappointing but, for him, I think. But then they go, it's kind of like they went for Carl O'Connell. They could have went man to man on Carl O'Connell and, and not McCarthy. It's like they will go for one or the other. Mm. They'll just go for both. McCarthy's not going to score much. From Maybe McCarthy's a bit cuter totally. in terms of kind of getting the space. He's a, he's a, he's a forward, like in terms of yeah, he engineered yeah, the space. Fair. One of the shots he yeah. got in fairness was was from a tight angle with the left leg from the 15th yeah, and a great score he's a great score yeah. he's kind of he's come into his own hasn't he coming from that deep position like, he has he kind of flattered to deceive a bit we used to always at 11 when he was playing at 11 yeah but we used to always say Les, this fella is, is a brilliant player Conor yeah, McCarthy let's he's get on him and then he mightn't he mightn't get a kick against you do you know like so bringing him back in line has transformed him he's having an unbelievable year top top scorers from play in the 2023 Championship so far: Collie Vascal five fifteen, Conor Callaghan, Conor Callaghan two twenty one, David Clifford three fifteen, Shane McGuigan one nineteen, Derek Canavan one seventeen, Sean O'Shea two twelve, and Conor McCarthy two eleven. So that just shows you what he's doing. Sorry, give that. That's interesting. This is top scores from play to date. Basquiat is top of the pops. Basquiat top of the top. This is done by GA Statsman, Gaelic Statsman on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Basquiat is five fifteen, top of the pops. That should be the uh, main scoring record as well. There should be another one for freeze. Freezer, relevant. Do you want to hear the top, the top ten from freezer? No, from no interest in it. Uh, go, no, let, let us guess. Who's the top scorer for freezer? McGuigan. McGuigan, no. Shane McGuigan is just ahead of David Clifford, two forty six to five thirty. And he missed the penalty yesterday. Yeah. Missed the pen. And he missed the If there was ever a Paninka in the locker, it was the last day. The game was over. Keeper was always diving. Mm. Just cross bearing downs a dance style. And then he misses <laughs> one after from play, doesn't he? Do you know what one of those days? It's just like, oh. But someone bad. said an RT after, I forget who said it. I think it was Tomas. He is under pressure now for that semi final. And we love McGuigan here, but mm. he had a poor semi last year against Galway. He won great the last in on the quarters. He's going to be tormenting himself to play Jeez. well in that semi final. Was it a Marco Shea? Was it a Marco Shea who told us at the Football Pod Live that he's always worried about a player who had an off day the day beforehand? If yeah, you mark him the next it's day. Powerful. Good players and great players don't have two bad games in a row. Yeah, true. Mc- Be Jason Shane Foley. McGuigan. Shane McGuigan is top. Yeah, class. he is. He is. He is. He great eight. He's Louis. made it the right stuff. He's, his Ulster Championship this year went up another notch from what he did last season. He was like he was. He was still lording it there yesterday. Just have a bad day in front of the post. We all had it. It can happen. Um, he misses one after him. He's, he's on the 21 and he skews it wide. Like that. He could take that shot 150 times, he's going to score 149 times. He'll If Derry are going to do anything in the semi final against Kerry in two weeks, it's all going to be hanging on him. But I, I think he has that. I think he carries He needs a big game. game. Yeah. He but he, yeah, you're right. He's, he, not, he's, not, afraid he's, of, he's not afraid of the No, pressure. the best thing about McGuigan is his mentality. You can tell. Oh, you can tell he's he, yeah, he's like McManus there. He wants, he wants those big plays. But. He, he's at one or two bad games at Park. Just needs he needs to be top of his game for them to have any chance against Kerry. Yeah, Foley's going to go after. Yeah, him. I think Foley McGuigan's a good matchup. Yeah. Physically similar. Um, that is, a, it's a good matchup. That isn't it though? Like that's a, I mean, save I your match, see that. Save your matchups. Save your matchups, lads. <laughs> we have another two two pods before those games. Three, sorry, maybe. sorry, sorry, sorry. Are um, we done with? Are we talking about the penalty? Let's let's let's. Do you know what? Let's. Uh, 
Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back talking about the penalties, talking about Derry Cork, talking about David Clifford's moment, talking about a few other bits and pieces from the weekend. So uh, you are listening to episode 28 of the Football Pod of Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue, brought to you every week by AIB, proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship. We've got an announcement to make after oh. the break. Oh. So stay tuned for that. Right. We'll tease the announcement. Back in a moment. All right, you're very welcome back to episode 28 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. We've got big news, boys. Oh. The pod, oh. the Football Pod, have another roadshow coming. Ooh. The people have been waiting for this. I've got the details. I'm not sure yeah. if I should fully give them yet because tickets aren't going to be released until maybe three or four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, which is Tuesday. Do you know what? I'll give it to you. Go on, little treat. Thursday. 27th of July All-Ireland Final Week is it? All-Ireland Final Week Three days before the All-Ireland Final Go on Football Pod are bringing a road show a live road show an off-air exclusive event with with special guests (laughs) to Crow Park Oh Whoa On the pitch On the pitch we're in the Hogan it's like Taylor Swift. We're in the Hogan Stand Suite, <laughs> which has an unbelievable view of the pitch. So we've got a good view of the pitch. It's going to be so absolutely f- unreal. Croker. The football pod are going to Croker at all out of final week. Yeah. Oh my God. It's magic. That is the right thing. The Hurl of Boys, we're off to the board. Gosh, Energy Theatre. You were asking me, why can't we be there? Well, I want one better, boys. Croker. We're home, baby. Yeah. Wow, that would be savage. Yeah. I love it. Overlooking the field is going to be unreal. Uh, 80,000 tickets will be selling out. I can't We've got a chance. It. Hopefully, no, we get Are we doing two nights? To close the hill. We're doing two or, two or three nights. Like It's, it's only like one night at Gar the moment, Brooks. but it's all depending on ticket demand. So, just to let you know, tickets are going to be limited. So, they are going on sale on Tuesday. Um, they're going on sale this week. And then we'll have obviously 10 days before the All Ireland semi finals. We're going to have a very tight turnaround then to the All Ireland final. So, depending on pairings, we'll have a couple of special guests and we'll let you know who they are after the semi final. What golf course are we going hacking up the following day? <laughs> we go, uh, here we, we're going to we're going to Lutcher's Town on the Friday. Beautiful. We go, yeah, I bring us Lutcher's Town on the Friday, not morning, maybe lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> we may or maybe early afternoon. We need that. Maybe early. Is, is it a prerequisite? We're doing Lutcher's Town, I'll sort that. Is yeah. it a prerequisite that our guests play golf as well? Or does that matter? No, I'm open to it. It's the only thing. We may not be able to be as reckless as we were at Clarity. We may need to bring the buggy back in one piece. Or just back it all. not be able to. <laughs> or back it all and just leave it in the National Park. And we may not be able to drink 400 cans of Bulmers. But hey, lads. Are Bulmers, are Bulmers sponsoring this in conjunction with AIB? No, AIB are uh, putting the show on off the ball. So lads. We'll do an ultra sale the next day anyway. Don't worry about that. That's sorted. Crow Park, hey, though. Like, where else would you rather be a few days after the other? I haven't played in Crow Park It's going to be years. unbelievable. So whether it's Monaghan, Dublin, Derry or Kerry, the football pod are going to be there in Crow Park the Thursday night before the All-Ireland Final with Paddy James and special guests. And I uh, I'll be do I get to use the Dublin dressing room again? <laughs> yeah, you get to use your dressing room. Your dressing I want to room. use my own dressing room again. You have your own entrance yeah. and your own exit. Didn't you get the exit? Yeah, you got the exit yeah. down by the, the Hill 16 end one year, didn't you? Yeah, so we know all the stewards and all, like, all that stuff. Did you actually only have the one you know? dressing room the whole time? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was great, yeah. I'd leave all my stuff in there. Yeah, all my toiletries now in there for the week. <laughs> we were in there actually. We did a we did a bit for GA go, but despite Jimmy trying to stick the knife in here, we were in the Armagh dressing room before myself and Mark did a little bit. Oh yeah, great to be back in there. Yeah. Rented it out to Armagh for the day. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was yeah. that in the background? 
He just heard about the roadshow. Hold on. You keep Never work with pets, Tommy. Never work with pets. He heard about the price of the tickets. It's like these fuckers again. I have the little cat here. George is trying to get up onto the screen here. He's raging as well. He's like, what are you He's mad to get involved, isn't he? Yeah. What did I miss? I'm just saying, my cat is looking at me here as well. He's like, have I got tickets for this road show or not? Okay. So, yeah, we'll look at that later in the week. So, that's details going to be nice. I'm buzzing for that. Yeah, it's going to be class. I can't wait either. It's going to be unbelievable. So, that's that. I enjoyed the bonus pod last week, lads. We had a we had over 60,000 people listening to the football pod last week. So, well done, boys. Good news. Well, so, um, it's going to be a very, very busy month. So, thanks to everyone for tuning in and uh, staying on top of the pod. So, we've talked a bit about uh, McManus and Monaghan and Armagh and what they did wrong. We we mentioned the penalties and what went on there. So, that game, we, we've kind of... Have we parked that game? Are we, are we sick of talking about that game? Like, just a little thought on penalties again. I absolutely loved it in the stadium. I find it cool. It's dramatic. You're not 14, no? Well, I'll be honest with you. I was watching Diego in Portugal. I was on a beautiful spot, the the main bridge overlooking all of Porto. Mm, And uh, the coverage was perfect. The 5G in Portugal is off the ground. But I had one little issue. What's that brown envelope there behind you? (laughs) <laughs> I, I had uh, I he's had on the fire out he's like Ryan Tumberty had <laughs> who's your agent don't no, mention the no, war don't mention the war hey I'm all for GA go for international I think it's perfect when you're international um, there was well, one issue though just, just on that T my phone Monica. died as it went ah, to sudden death you can't blame GA go so I took, I took Schaefer's phone for the next two penalties, it died. And it worked. Um, it well, died. It's your phone again. <laughs> Disaster. It's your so phone again. Don't I be blaming Giga. Just on it, because it, it was the last day, Giga. What a platform that's been. Um, what a production. They need to. A production. Brilliant. It's the future. Productions, but so, I've never seen that in life. The future. I'm not sure it's the present, but it's the future. Jimmy, go on. Look, at he's, look, he's no, smiling. No, just the, the, inter- the internet. I, I wanted to jump out of that train last day because of the coverage. <laughs> But what about, what about they the were interviews? Up and they'd do the we, backswing for the shot and next thing it would stall for five minutes. <laughs> Just pay your broadband. And then when it came back on... Pay the broadband, When it Jimmy. came back on, it started playing the first half of the match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that was like... That was positive. That's, it was so good. They had to go back. But to, what about, to be like, fair, what about the to be fair, yourselves and RT have had this added addition this year of getting players onto the, the post. We started it. Game. Don't be RT. We started it. I love the little pat on the backside you gave Clifford as he was going by. It was a bit like uh, you know the Mika Richards, uh, Roy Keane stuff. When uh, I nearly tried to kiss McManus when he came down. <laughs> I saw so that. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, about yeah, Clifford playing down that pass? Like, is he right to play it down? That's what him he though. Like? He, he's he's going to play it down. He's actually he's impressed unreal, about the quality. He's of it. Yeah, he's just. It was magic though. It was magic, wasn't it? I didn't get too. We were clapping. It was literally like we were clapping. It was just like that was magic. Yeah. Like, like if you look, McNamee and Hampsey are coming in to kill him. Absolutely, throw him up to the yard card. Yeah, they're going to try and do him that much. Like, and he sees it coming. I was saying this to Domino yesterday. If that was, I just let it go. I wouldn't even went for it. I was like, no, get away from me. I don't want to. The game was over, and in one move, he's like midair, taps it down to himself, swings the leg over the head. Two lads don't know where to look and Tony Brosnan's in on goal and the cliff is just like sure, all in a day's But work. even the distance he gets in it. Like, if he, it pro- anyone else would have scuffed that with the top, top of the toe, yeah. or you dribble it along the line or whatever and you'd still say, do you know, it was a good idea. But for the idea to be right and the execution to be perfect. Do you know what though? It was. There were yes. savage, 
there was savage pressure on Tony Brosnan. class. Tony Brosnan. Not to F it up. Yeah. Imagine he duffed it. his best pass. He got away he with it a little more, bit. He teased Morgan enough into he it to, to overcommit. And he made did, he, made or did he just kind of, or was it just a bad pass? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm going to hide this a little bit. So Morgan comes out and misses it. Uh, Morgan killed someone, yeah. Benandi had one of them. Before. I thought that Morgan um, was actually going to just take everyone out of it. Because yeah, he like, yeah, probably have a better chance of stopping it than... Once he has it missed, it's a goal. He was nearly better but, uh, off cleaning everyone. But Cliff did come over to do a little bit with Diego. He obviously respects the platform, and uh, <laughs> what a—he's just a legend, isn't he? Like already, like he's just so—and it's genuine. Do you know the way lads are full of shit, pretend like they know they're unbelievable, but they're kind of yeah, yeah, no, he's not like that. He is just unbelievable. What? Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a handful for any team that plays him. Look, he could be up against the Dubs in a couple of weeks' time as well. Break the dubs do not but have a match up there. If it does go that far, but, I don't know. Do but, Jimmy, but no Derry one has a match up for this guy. This, but Derry will get bodies back. Derry's will get bodies back, and they'll all have a cut off him, and it'll be like Jordan well, rules. Well, you know they'll just okay. get him. lads. You're, you're getting too Chrissy, excited. You're Chrissy McCaig, Chrissy McCaig, and the Cliff. Oh yeah, and the Derry defense around them. That is gonna be. You don't Ooh, think it, you don't that. think it'll be a throwback to the minor final a couple of years with Conor McCluskey getting redemption? McCluskey only got up his weight. Only conceded four so. goals against them. No, back in Chris, Chrissy McCaig is going on Clifford, and that is. Do you know what? If there's one lad you'd say, if there's one, if you had, you go, you could pick anyone to mark mm. the cliff. You'd go McCaig with the Derry defensive yeah. structure. Around. Actually, that is going to be a like, great Cl- matchup. But, but, but couldn't Cliff just go like, like doing the? I took that personally, and he'd score one. Yeah. He could go full Michael Jordan. What's he taking like? personally though? Just that it's the idea that someone can mark mm. him. Like, the audacity, like. I'm sure Michael mean? Jordan used to get he'd take everything personally if so <laughs> it didn't even have to be an insult it could be a compliment he'd fucking hold it over for the rest of his life <laughs> <laughs> but is it, you don't even get the sense Cliff was like that he's just he doesn't need to be a shithead to be a genius Like he's just unbelievable no, I don't know what, I don't know moment, what it is that, 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 that motivates him but you know he do, he's not a he's not loves football, he loves he? It, yeah. he's not loves a jump, jumping over his skin kind of fella he's just yeah Tate just loves the That's crap. interesting that you, even like, I thought it was maybe a Kerry thing or something that, but like you still can't fully read it, can you? Which? Clifford, just what, what is the, that driving up? Like, what's driving Potty Clifford? Potty Clifford is like an aggressive well, player. I mean, they're Potty in the Clifford bubble, they're normal. Like, but yeah. Potty Clifford's a normal player, normal person. Like, Clifford is, David Clifford is beyond all of us shams. Like. The best thing about him the weekend, honestly, and it sounds strange, but the fact that he was one from nine. I mean, when you're one from four there, you're thinking, I'll start handing these off. To kick four more wides after that are up in the air. <laughs> Even his it's wides just, are brilliant. Like. It's just <laughs> his wides are incredible. Mentality monster stuff, though, isn't it? If I hit eight wides in a match, I'd never play again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still keeps going and he gets his one from playing, he gets that pass off, and he still has an unbelievable contribution. Do you know? Morgan made an unbelievable save as well from that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a great amazing save. save. Amazing save. Yeah. But you know, isn't that the thing with Cliff? And, and we were there, everyone, the 60,000 people in the stadium, you'll remember that. Like, that moment will be, and that's what he does. Yeah. If he, you're watching on Diego, if you're in the stadium, you'll remember that. Uh, is if you were reminded, said, Jimmy, did that cut out just before? <laughs> no, I, I saw it live. I was all right. Even though it was over the other side of the field, I had my binoculars. Oh, you were over in the Cusack stand, right? Yeah, I was in the Cusack. Oh. Can't win them all. Yeah, a bit, bit depressed over that. I was an extra walk into the stadium. Oh, but no, the Cusack's actually warmer. 
Yeah, well, the sun, it gets, the sun gets the sun. The if you're in the press box, you need a full-on parka jacket with hat, gloves, scarf, the whole lot, no matter what the weather is. Yeah. I had the Under Armour on yesterday and opened the press box. Yeah, you'd need, you'd, you'd need it, definitely. Mm. And it was lovely. Can I? Can we talk about Derry Cork for a few minutes? No. Really? <laughs> James, Derry can I give Cork. you one stat? Go on, what? James, Cork's attack. Yeah. 33 attacks, 22 shots. Nine scores. Mm. I'm surprised they got 22 shots because it didn't feel like that. I didn't see that stat, no, but it didn't feel like that. What I did notice in the first half was Cork had plenty of the ball in attack and they were nice and patient and Derry were forcing them out defending very well. But if Cork had a shooter from the 12 position, just left half forward, a nice left-legged shooter there, they would have got a shot off every attack. They kept going over that side, but nobody had a left leg. They kept coming back into the middle, then back over the other side. No one had left leg over the other side either, so back over again. And it was only when they actually got in around the back that they could get fouled or fist a point. It was very, it was very hard to watch. You now, which just proves you need, you need, the, you need kit hogs on the field, like because they open up a defence. Someone will buy a dummy onto the right, and you can swing it with the left. They missed it badly. It was poor. It was poor. Killian O'Hallan on that side of the pitch, wasn't it? He just that's probably not his bag shooting from out there. He t- yeah, he had a couple, he had two efforts in the first half, and then he ended up pulling the hammer. Yeah, yeah it, it, we get a lot of stick over predictions, but. We need to hold our hands up here and take the credit because we predicted this. Like, it was, <laughs> oh, what? A, they're both going to play the same. Cork are going to be all right. They'll do a lot, but they won't have the scoring power. And what? Yeah. It was like, I couldn't believe what I was saying. Yeah. There was, there was about 54 seconds, though, when Roy Maguire had scored that goal and he blew kisses to the crowd. Maguire, brilliant goal from him again. What it. a month. Big He's fan. kind of epitomised. Yeah, yeah. He's epitomised Cork. And you think, that gets back to a point. Yeah. 47 minutes they're in the, the game because Derry hadn't been great they hadn't been great they're kind of plodding along but that goal goes in you're like this is Corcross coming again this is it mm-hmm. the next play a bit of credit to Conor Doherty's goal though what about that the, the what a fake bounce for a wing back and he nearly, he nearly scores another one about two minutes later yeah. as he well trigger happy after that yeah. <laughs> all his Christmas <laughs> game at once he misses a point as well now. but yeah. that goal like even if Cork had like a minute it worked for Cork whoever Mayo get the goal and then Cork go up and get the penalty straight away in the next play and it kind of brings momentum straight back to you but once Doherty gets that goal he felt oh, that was Cork's race run but look it wasn't the best spectacle we knew it wouldn't be but a little bit of credit I think I'll give a bit of credit because Jimmy can't stop giving credit to Cork <laughs> uh, John Cleary and that's a positive Six weeks for Cork. Yeah. Remember, he's losing to Clare in the uh, Munster Championship, losing to Mead in the opening game of the National League. To get to the final eight and put it up to, to the Ulster champions, there's a lot for Cork to build on. They've got to be looking next season. Division one. Oh, yeah. That, That's that a, has to a be. must. It was, it was hard because the Dubs and Derry were in Division two this year. You always felt no matter what, those two teams were going to get, get promoted. For Cork, like, you, like we all, you need, we need more teams at the top mm, table. And 100%. Cork, You've seen a glimpse of atmosphere in Porky Cueve and beating the Rossies. Imagine getting Cork, even for you guys, Jimmy, to have the Munster Championship back like that, like it was in, in 09, 10, 11, those years. But there's, there's, there's a lot to work on or to work with for Cork going into 2024. Tell you what, though, they've got the athleticism. They need a couple yeah. of forwards. When they get Sean Meehan back, they'll they'll have a, a right clatter of good defenders. They've got a good goalkeeper there in Martin. Midfield, like... 
Maguire yeah. and O'Callaghan did really well on Glass and Rogers. And Rory Dean had an, an excellent game, I thought. But just doesn't have, he doesn't have a shot in them. Yeah, O'Driscoll. Connor Glass was very good yesterday, lads. Who? Yes. Grew. Connor Glass was very good yesterday. The boys broke even, though, for the first 45, 50 minutes. Yeah, uh, Rogers came into it a lot in the second half, but I thought yeah. Connor Glass, but Derry weren't going great. He's a player, lads. He's a player. He's a player, yeah. But Callaghan right. got two points off him. Like, you know, he, he, he definitely attacked him, went at him, and got his reward from it. He yeah. went, they got a break in the first half. I think it was, I actually wrote it down here. On the, it was about seven or eight minutes in, and Callaghan's going through, and Derry's defence is kind of just cut, cut open at once, and he's one-on-one with Glass, and he's running at him. Mm. And Glass, this Glass is backing into the 21. You're going, ooh, he's under pressure here. What defender? Glass ends up dispossessing him, breaking out. It was a brilliant yeah. textbook defending. Have a look at that. He's excellent at, at covering the defence, isn't he? That's actually his thing. He's, yeah. he's a pure eight. He's a defensive midfielder, but he can get up for a score. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah. He was very good. Yeah, he yes. gives Rogers license then to just... And Rogers, Rogers is like Sean, Sean Kavanagh with the, with the score. Set. He just lines them up, shimmies to the right and over. He just has it. <laughs> it's, it's almost impossible to stop. What a weekend for midfielders, the traditional midfielders. Is that what we're getting back? Yeah. Could be. Glass, Rogers, McCarthy, Dermot O'Connor. Yeah. Dermot O'Connor, Kerry. Brian no, Fenton no. had a great game as well. I had a really second good half. Like his aggression. Second half. His aggression in that second half. I actually thought Dermot O'Connor was going really well in the first half. I tweeted it. Um, and then just the lads just took over McCarthy. You gave him the commentator's like, curse. Yeah, yeah I give yeah. Conroy the commentator's curse as well. Been there before. Been there before. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was, a, there was another, like, we're nearly finished here, lads. Paddy, you've got to get the micro ski. You're probably going to make it at this stage, right? Well, we keep talking more shy here. I'm guilty there, of it there was just, uh, Mayo went scoreless from the 23rd to the 43rd minute. Um, like, Dublin won the game in that spell. Uh, Kerry had a similar spell against Tyrone, where I think they scored 1-8. Tyrone hadn't scored for 20 minutes as well. Paddy? I have a stat here. Do you Here's something I prepared question. earlier. <laughs> yeah, question. Where did I see this? I've seen it somewhere today. Yesterday was Mayo's heaviest championship defeat since when? 2000. Oh. You read think. this, didn't you? No, I didn't. 2004 against Kerry. 2006 against Kerry. That's why Tommy's his presenter. Tommy heard that's that already. That's their I didn't. biggest defeat. I couldn't believe that since 2006. I thought Kerry so All the positive stuff. All the positivity of the, and the good stuff, which Mayo did do in the spring, winning the National League, imagine the buzz around the place. Okay, they shit the togs against Ross Common in the first day of chapter, come back and beat, eviscerate Kerry and Clarny. They're thinking, here we go. And for to finish that, their biggest defeat since 2006. The thing about the National League, and I asked a few people, I went out a few points after the, after the oh, game Saturday. Oh. And I, oh, where, where, huh? where, come on. Where'd you go? Where? I went to Dan in his bar in Clarny as per Great spot <laughs> McSweeney's arms Have they put our pictures up in Dan Lennon's yet? Yeah out the front just a massive poster like that father dead one of Ted Curley kicking him out of the air I have a great photo <laughs> of the two of you the two of you with uh, Jimmy's dad Yeah Jimmy Donahue Yeah must put great that up. photo I have a hair with That should be up behind the bar in Lennon's He put manners on you that night Paddy Jesus Christ not at all. Oh, no. But anyway, uh, I asked a few people, I said, who won the National League? One, two, three. And they were going, who the fuck won the National League? Like, 
and no, it doesn't matter. Rassies. The Rassies win it. Genuinely, it doesn't matter. Like, does it? No, it's everyone knows who won the other for the last oh, 20 years in a row, but winning nationally. One episode, Tommy, put this up and like split screen. James O'Donoghue, the winner of the All Ireland, is coming from Connacht. Do you remember that quote? I do. Yeah, I want that ago. split screen just with that Tommy clip there. Three he weeks. Three weeks ago. Three weeks is all that was. And there was three of them wow. left in it. Fucking yeah. Hell. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. Do you know what what in, what, in, what 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 threw that whole thing was Galway Cork. Arma. Well, if Aiden Shea, if Aiden Shea kicked, they were three down to Cork, right, Mayo. If he kicked the free that they dropped into the square over the bar, he'd have come second. But yeah. they didn't know that at the time, yeah. and it would have it would have set no. the championship off in a different. Apparently, mixed meshes came in from the sideline, which is like apparently he was told oh. to kick it dead. You're going after whatever that stay here tonight, Tommy. You've been a, I'm you've not been going after McStay. I'm not going after McStay, but I did feel like he was. A little bit too. I think, up, I think you're, go, you're going after McStay. I did feel he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's, he's. But I did feel like he's too upbeat. I know he's like that. I, what gallery though? The like, what gallery? I think you can. Well, McStay I, is upbeat though. He's been like that all season. He is upbeat. I think he's been yeah. a bit of a fresh air. I, I agree. I think there's some of the matchups were questionable. I think the Aiden O'Shea thing. Uh, he was trying to. I think the, he was the, trying the, to the retire Aiden O'Shea. Whether that's him off there. Like he's trying to. He's trying to get him off. Jesus Christ. There he is, the main man. Yeah. Bailey reckons he's too upbeat as well. Is that a man look? Is that a lipstick? <laughs> huh? <laughs> anyway, so so tell me before we finish up, your what are we saying about Mayo? Are we giving the final word to Mayo's demise on this week's football pod? I think we're gonna stick with that, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like where do Mayo like, go from here? I think Mayo were fine. That what what cost Mayo was not winning the group. They had the chance. They'd beaten Kerry, took their eye off the ball, didn't win the group, and they paid the price later on. They didn't lose that game. They didn't get knocked out of the championship the last day. They actually fucked it up a couple of weeks Cork. before that. Yeah, that's what I think. Gaelic grounds cost yeah. them, didn't it? Yeah. Like, would we feel different about Kerry this weekend going into their All Ireland semi final if they had finished second in the group and had to win another game? You'd be thinking they don't have the rhythm that you guys spoke about the two week, two week, two weeks. Well, that's we don't know, T. You know? Yeah. This is the first Much season. Of, I, I tell you what, every team next season is going to be going. We got to win that group. Yeah. By hook or by crook, we're not going through the back door. Get rid of the national league. The teams don't even play in national league, but it looks things. Yeah. Yeah. Mayo won't be it's top of that league next year. No. Not no chance. Ross Commons probably has been will. Given a four- He's been the given. <laughs> Rossies will win it and they're going to favourites for the All-Ireland McStay has been given a four year term though so like that's uh, that's where that is yeah we might we might do a little report card on the rest of the teams and how their year felt or left maybe the top 8 maybe how they look back in it maybe the top 12 in a couple of weeks maybe top 16 maybe the top 32 <laughs> so lads I've enjoyed this pod Nice to be doing it when we're all sitting down, relaxed, and uh, not on the move. So uh, not hungover, not travelling, and look at the content we create. We have got <laughs> an All Ireland minor final this Sunday. I know it's a hurling weekend, but Derry Monaghan are playing on Saturday, on Sunday in the uh, Athletic Grounds. So keep an eye out on that one. It's going to be is live. Why that not Croker? I don't know. They've messed that up. It's live in TG Carr. Uh, the minor final should be in Croker. They should do a triple header minor final Talton Cup. That's the best thing about playing minor is you get to run out in Croker. Yeah. The athletic grounds. You train in that place. Like worst thing that ever happened to us. We were in a in Northern Ireland final with the same Hogan Cup final, and Crow Park was being yeah. done up, and we played it in Port Leash. And do you know what? It just Port sucked all the goodness Leash. out of Northern Ireland final. 
How much is Lewis by? Pint. Oh. To Tyrone, actually. Even though they had an extra half a year. No, and you, they had an extra six you just months. hate... You hate education level football. Like. That, that ruined your... I love Hogan Cup. I love Hogan Cup. Even after that. Even after being bumped out to Port Leashley. And losing by a pint. A pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was... It's still a great journey. Like, where Sigerson is just in the way. Oh, this is a, this is content for another pod. We'll, we'll come back to this, lads. Um, this is episode twenty-eight of the football pod. They were the quarterfinals last weekend. We have got down against Mead in the Touching Cup final on the fifteenth of July. Dublin Monaghan taking place later that afternoon in Crow Park. Then on the Sunday, we've got Derry against Kerry in the second All Ireland Senior Football Championship semi-final. As we mentioned before, the football pod live. Roadshow is going to be in Crow Park in the Hogan Stand Suite on Thursday, the 27th of July. Uh, that We're is back, going to be baby. So, tickets are going on sale this week. Keep an eye out for that. I think they're going to be 20 quid. So um, hopefully we'll see you all there. The last few we shows do, uh, sold out. This one is going to go fast. Football Pod Festival. Hey, that's going to for be a whole four day festival for the weekend. <laughs> James, what's the story? Are you playing ball this week are you training or are you all taking a step back now till Kerry are knocked out we have one more county league game and then we have championship after Kerry are finished I'm not sure I think it's after the All-Ireland that's at, yeah two weeks we have two weeks week after maybe after once Kerry are finished so 17th July actually be the week Paddy, no, it won't be the weekend of the All-Ireland so yeah two weeks after the All-Ireland final let's say yeah okay fair that's enough great. Paddy you're uh, off to West Terre later this week remind me for coffee We'll see oh, how you yeah. get on. We'll see how you get on. But you need to figure out some spots, Mira. You might yeah, get you. helpful. I'll then. get you a list. He, does, he didn't have a clue. He hasn't left the house since he got up there. Jesus Christ. And I just mentioned earlier on when you said what was the score of the game in the Monterey Ramar game. I thought you were going to say Darren Hughes' catch to lay it off to Gary Mohan. That was an unbelievable clutch moment as well. I was talking about our mad, Tommy. Come Fair on. Enough. That's my bad. Jesus <laughs> Christ. How do we work over here? Okay, boys. We'll leave it at that. I'm going to go back and make my edits on any mistakes I made this week on the pod. Nah, keep them in, T. you got to be real. Okay. you got to be real. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. James, thank you. Thanks, Tom. See you, boys. Fair play, lads. See you later. Again. Later, boys.